Underpowered Hour special Valentine's Day episode. Ike and I are joined by our significant others, Liza and Jenna, to talk about two very romantic travel adventures. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Liza Barris, mild-mannered Pilates educator by day and somewhat competitive curling enthusiast by night. I'm the better half of the Barris Collection. Find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com. I'm joined for this special episode by my good friend, Jenna Fribley. Thank you for joining us today. I am the USGS map to Ike's I think we should go this way. I am the directionally competent driver of podcasting, Jenna Fribley. I am the silent but deadly partner of Pangolin 4x4, where they live and breathe Land Rovers. You can find them online, on Facebook, and on Instagram at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Ike, Jenna, and Liza. We are uh, together uh, here uh, virtually uh, as every, everybody is in a different room or a different house or something, and it's just the uh, way that we record this. Uh, but the theme of this uh, episode is uh, is very much uh, togetherness and uh, travel uh, and adventure uh, with one's partner uh, celebrating uh, Valentine's Day, which Eliza and I actually don't celebrate uh, because of the uh, rampant commercialism and actually because our uh, anniversary is only a few days later. So we, uh, we just don't double up. I'm not... I'm not buying Saint, two Saint, things. St. Valentine's did originally work for Macy's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, absolutely. 100, 100%. He invented uh, the department store. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a little known, little known fact <laughs> that he was the inventor of. You know, I just found out the other day that the gentleman that invented Bluetooth uh, was named like Henry Bluetooth. It, does, it seems improbable, but uh, apparently like a Viking, like a Viking king from the like some time in the past was they it named it like after one of those. Sounds like one of those stories, like the the person that invented running was named Henry Runner, and uh, yeah. he he just uh, tried to run twice at the same time in 1732. Mm-hmm. And that's all you had to do. I think all those good ones are taken up, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for gossing, which is like a, a pretty hip club dance right now. Don't Google that. No, don't. Don't. don't, don't. <laughs> Certainly not at work. Yeah. Certainly not at work. Yeah. So, uh, Liza and Jenna, welcome uh, to the show. Jenna, for the first time, you've been in the background of so many episodes uh, and have been, uh, you know, on the ground support for uh, Linus uh, so many times. Uh, it is an absolute pleasure to uh, have you uh, with us. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Somebody and Liza, needs to keep those guys in line. Yeah, that's right. And, and Liza, welcome back. After the uh, highly uh, critically uh, acclaimed, uh, listened to by uh, every listener except for Ike, the uh, the clip show uh, by popular demand. Uh, back. I love us. that it's the only episode Ike is not in, and he can't be bothered to listen to it. Yeah, it's it's what it is. It's it's just the narcissism. That's, uh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Now, to be fair, Chris is often talked about in episodes and has never listened to the show. I, I, he militantly doesn't listen to it. At least Linus actually listens to the show, and that's, Linus listens to it. That's more why than he anyone. gets. That's why he gets to be on the show. Yeah, Linus is like uh, is like fan like number two. You know, if Liza and Jenna mm-hmm. are one <laughs> are zero and one, then Linus is is certainly uh, uh, number two. So that uh, just goes to show you. And and Bob Ives, huge fan of the show, and has been on the show. So if you listen to the show enough, you get to be on the show. That's how it works. So the <laughs> uh, the this very special Valentine's Day episode uh, produced by our friends at the Hall. Mark channel um, is uh, what we're going to do today is uh, 
by committee, by internet committee, uh, we've decided to call these uh, adventure story segments uh, That Was a Trip, uh, which uh, which won out over Tales from the Trails, which, you know, I like. Uh, I kind of like them both, but uh, but that's a trip. Uh, that was a trip. To be uh, fair, to be fair, your, your Instagram <clears throat> folks, they split the vote. 50-50. So then it went to committee of those four people here, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah. that was a trip one. That was a trip one. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Liza and I are going to start off with a uh, with a uh, sort of a sort of a, a, a I, I suppose romantic, maybe not, uh, probably not. Um, but we on our um, first wedding first anniversary, anniversary, yes, first yeah. wedding anniversary, uh, we took a trip to Maui, back to uh, Hawaii. We'd actually we'd gone there for our uh, our honeymoon as well and uh, that's a whole different uh, story of vehicular mayhem that happened there but this particular story uh starts with uh lies and i uh renting a convertible mustang as you do uh when you're we, we actually rented a jeep the first year and uh, i just felt so dirty after that that i couldn't i couldn't do it again and uh imagine and, how the jeep felt oh i know it was, it was believe me mutually uh yeah unpleasant um so we uh so we we rented a a mustang uh uh, convertible as you as you do and uh we decided that we would drive to uh to hannah which is on the on the far side of the uh the island the windward the wayward the way i don't know islands so it's on the leeward south the leeward the windward the all i know about <laughs> the, island the direction comes from corner of maui okay yeah there we go yeah the, but the thing, if you've never been to maui if you've never been to hannah and certainly if you haven't been there um recently for years, the the road past Hannah stopped just a couple miles outside of Hannah. And there were these huge signs saying, do not go further. When you rented your car at the rental place, you had to sign off saying that you yeah, would you not go past those warning signs saying you can't drive your rental car past here because the roads are not paved. It's not maintained. There is zero self-service, which... We will yeah, get there's to. definitely zero cell service. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Well, it was because it was an active lava flow. That's where the mm-hmm. the Maui lava flow comes through that part of the island and wipes out the roads and 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 you know villages and uh, you know livestock people are killed. It's a, a horrendous uh, moonscape. Well, and I there. imagine if you're a local in Maui, the last thing you want are a bunch of really ignorant tourists driving these you know really poorly maintained roads in cars that they're not used to driving. I get why they don't want people going down there, for sure. No, nobody should go down there. It makes sense. So what did you guys do? So we went down there. Um, (laughs) Well, no, 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 wait. We didn't just, like, randomly (laughs) decide to go down there. We had gone the previous year, so we knew where the signs were. We were waiting for the signs to say, stop, turn around, go back. We figured we'd go to the end of the road, and then we'd just turn around and go home. Yeah, it's like a Except nice that little those spot. Those signs you know? had been taken down. We found out after the fact those signs had been taken down one week earlier. Yeah, so we're driving along. We're driving along the uh, you know we're driving along the uh, the, the the road to uh, to Hannah, and we pass a uh, you know we're sort of oh I think the sign is uh, it's right up here. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll turn around in a few minutes. No problem. It's sort of getting into a spot. We're like, no, I don't remember this exactly, but it's been a year. You know, I think knows. at this point we were going. We definitely didn't I go think, this far. I last think we've year. gone past. I think we've gone. And so we were sort of talking about okay, well let's let's turn around because you know let's head back. And as we did that, we sort of crested a hill, and there was a 
couple uh, older from what I remember that had a tire blown out on their car, which is totally reasonable because it is littered, littered with lava rock, razor sharp lava rocks everywhere, um, you know, on the roads and stuff. And so no problem. And they looked like they were struggling. So we stopped. I said, I'll, I'll just change the tire for them so that they can get back quickly. I'll just jump out. I'll change the tire. So they were uh, probably like early 70s, really, really lovely couple. I wish I could remember their name. We got to know them very well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we, so I jumped out and, uh, Fairly easily, quickly change their tire, no problem. There's the spare in the trunk and all that kind of stuff. We got it. We got it figured out, no problem. And then I may or may not have decided that I was going to quickly change into like a different, like into shorts or into uh, a sweater or something. I don't remember. And I may have taken the keys and gone back to the Mustang and uh, changed, and then come back and Stephen finished with the car and it was everybody was good and we were going to part ways and we went to go get back in the Mustang and he looked at me and said, do you have the keys? And one thing <laughs> we quickly realized about an early 2000s Mustang is that uh, once the trunk is closed, the only way to open that trunk is with the keys uh, to the car. <laughs> so we go to uh, to make a quick phone call to say, uh, Hertz, uh, hey, uh, we have locked the keys in the car to realize that there is literally no self-signal at all. Uh, it is uh, it is a barren wasteland of signal and people, to be fair. No one is driving up Nobody and down this road. Nobody has driven by us in a long, long time. So the nice couple that we uh, changed the tire for was nice enough to drive Liza back to the last store before you leave, you know, sort of civilization on this island. <laughs> so, so this woman you. and I backtrack about four miles to this. And, and when I say store, I mean, like, it, it is somebody's house and they've set up the living room as kind of a convenience store for the locals. And we go in there and they had a map of the island on the like right next to the door and I had to I, I couldn't get cell phone service like nothing but the woman who owned this store did and I had to plead to let me use her phone I had to pay her cash money to say <laughs> can I use your cell phone to call AAA to try to get them to come out well and, first of all the uh, the the oh, rental the company. rental company yeah to say that uh, so you know that place in the island we're not supposed to be with this car where you're not supposed to have there. Well, we've locked the keys inside of it. And uh, <laughs> do you have another set of keys? And they said, well, we do have another set of keys, but they are basically at the airport, like, you know, 100 miles away or something. And, uh, you know, you could have the car towed. Uh, to the dealership or to the the rental place, and they would do it. Or, um, you know, that's that's really all you can do. We're not coming out to get you. We're not sending keys. We're the, this is the whole thing. So, uh, we we talked then to AAA about towing it, and they're like, no. We're not. We can't. We're not coming out there. We're not towing that thing. That's crazy. And then the the either the woman in the store or AAA said, "What about a locksmith? They can probably just pop the 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 lock and, and open the trunk." We said, "Okay, that sounds." That sounds reasonable. So send out the locksmith. So we got a hold of a local locksmith. They were going to come out. To be fair, I had to call and try to explain because I think we did the locksmith through AAA. So I'm Maybe. talking to somebody in, I don't know, Pennsylvania, yeah, trying yeah. to explain where we are <laughs> in Maui. And I'm looking at a map and I remember at one point having to say to the woman, okay, 
um, do you have a map of Maui in front of you? She said, yes. And I said, okay, do you see the big volcano right in the middle of the <laughs> island there? Okay, draw a line straight down to the coast. That's where we are. <laughs> like I'm trying to explain. And I remember now it was called the Kaipo Store. K-I-K-A-I-P-O. Oh, shout out to the Kaipo Store. <laughs> and whoever Free owned it 11, 12 years ago. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, so okay, so, okay, we're going to send out a locksmith, no problem. Uh, when can a locksmith be there? Five hours. <laughs> can a locksmith be here? Any- no, that's, there's one locksmith on this side of the island. They'll be fishing. there. He's fishing, five hours. Yeah. He's fishing right now. He'll be there <laughs> five hours. And so, okay. So the elderly couple, uh, they head out and they're like, uh, well, well you know. they have to, every time we have to make a group decision about this, the couple has to drive me back to Steven so that we can talk to drive back to the store to make the decision, make the phone call. There were several trips back and yeah, forth. Yeah, back and, back oh, and no. forth. So ultimately it's decided we're okay. Locksmith's on the way. That's going to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. No problem. We'll see you guys. It's been it, it, lovely to meet you. No problem fixing the tire uh you know enjoy the rest of your vacation so okay so then uh five hours of waiting ensues we hang out at the beach uh, on the other side of the road there's a lot of cows for some reason that are of sort cows. of wandering pastures over here okay it's starting to get you know we're in golden hour now sort of almost sunset and our our friend uh from you know the uh, aloha locksmith or whatever shows up uh in his van and uh gets out and looks at the mustang and says uh yeah, I can't open that. No. <laughs> we said, wait, 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 wait. You, you, we, we've been here for five hours. They said that they could do, oh, yeah, no, no, no. You can't, you can't open the lock on a Mustang. Um, you know, we, we can't even drill them out. They've made them so that they are basically impossible to open. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa there's no, there's nothing's no way. Impossible, yeah. Nothing's impossible. I said, <laughs> what, what tools do you have? And he said, well, I mean, I've got, you know, kind of, you know, whatever. I'm like, let's try this. Can we take the back seat out of this car? Maybe we can we can get in from the back seat. So the guy's like, oh, whatever. I mean, you know, AAA is paying for this. And uh, so we're like, okay. So we then start disassembling the car. So we've got the back seat out. We start taking all of the insulation, the stereo systems back there. We're taking speakers out of it. And we <laughs> manage to get to a place where we feel like a cardboard divider. And I think I can push it far enough with like, you know, four socket extensions to, to sort of make it flex enough that I've like, just given where this is on the car, we have to be close. And I said, let's, <laughs> let's just get in there. And so we sort of ripped a hole in the insulation. And sure enough, you can shine a flashlight wall, through yeah. and you could see into the trunk. And I'm like, okay, so now what, you know, so, so what are our options here? And we're like, well, there's no way to like release it until we realize that dangling. By this time, to be clear, it is dark it's outside. Dark. It's it black. Is it's pitch black. black. There is not a light to be seen on the horizon. <laughs> and so we see dangling in, in the far distance of the trunk, the emergency release for somebody that you have stashed in your trunk. <laughs> and we said, okay, all we have to do now is grab that. And this, of course, this locksmith guy at this point now is sort of into it. He's like, we're MacGyvering this. At first he was like, this is the stupidest thing anybody has ever done. Like you take the seats out of this car. Like, are you good? Like what's wrong with you? Like no one, you shouldn't do that. You're going to ruin this car. And I said, well, ruined or not, I'll, I'll take the whatever. And so finally we did manage to like Jerry rig together a set of tools. I think we actually gaffers taped a, uh, a pair of pliers onto a, uh, onto a couple of ratchet extensions and we're able able to sort of 
pull the trunk open, trunk pops open, we get the keys, we sort of throw all the stuff into the back of the car. And at this point, now we're like, well, we're, you know, it's 25 miles to get into the city by the road that you're not supposed to use, or it's a hundred and some odd miles to get back the other direction. And, and we're like, I think we just got to go. We got to go across this lava field and just and just sort of make the best of it. So in a convertible Mustang. In a convertible Mustang, <laughs> and at this point we had we had disabled the ability to put the top up. It couldn't go up anymore because of the fact that most of the car was disassembled at this point. Mm-hmm. There were lights flashing that all kinds of the power <laughs> locks stopped working, all kinds of things. So, uh, we're we're in this Mustang and the guy says, "Okay, yeah, no problem. Just follow me in his, you know, Ford Metro van or no, whatever." No, yeah, he's in one of those big locksmith vans. Yeah, like, he's with got a Double, sliding you know, door from the 80s and it's got all kinds of shit in it it's just like full of like loose sockets and like you keys. know door tumble keys it's keys. just like fucking full of keys there's seven thousand keys in it and so he's like oh yeah just follow me it'll be fine just in case you know there's any trouble or anything on the road because remember we had stopped because someone's tire was shredded because of all of the lava shrapnel on the road and so he's like no problem and takes off at 150 miles an hour <laughs> no, <I'm sure. laughs> like i mean that, i have never seen a ford transit van or whatever it was travel at that speed. I wasn't sure it was even possible. So we said, so I said, well, shit, we got to keep up with this. If anything happens, like we're, we know, no, no cell phones. We're going to die. We're going to be eaten by a cow. So I take off at 150 miles an hour with <laughs> our, Mustang. with our with, like, partially- rental car, all weather yeah. tires, the seat, that is not bolted down anymore in the back, <laughs> bouncing up and down. Every time we hit a we hit a thing, you hear and just it is, rattling bolts. It is bolts black and, outside. It is darker, darker. I mean, it, it, it's probably like Death Valley in the middle of the night. Like, just yeah. all you can see are stars. <laughs> That's it. There is and no other light. enough. There's no significant moonlight because it's still too early in the evening. So yeah. it's just that time of the night where it's just, it's just ink Stephen black. And is driving at a pace that is... Obviously not um, not safe in this vehicle. And we've been married a year. And at this point, I think I am screaming at him every time he takes like some crazy corner or some, you know, we go over like bumps in the road and we're both leaving our seats. And I'm pretty sure for our one year anniversary, I must have screamed no fewer than about three dozen times. I hate you. That's it. We're getting a divorce. <laughs> I wanted nothing to do with this anymore, you know, and I'm telling him to slow down. And he keeps saying to me, if we lose this guy, we're screwed if something goes wrong. And so like, we're, and I feel like he has just robbed a bank and we are the <laughs> pursuing police. Like it, it just doesn't, I don't know in his mind. I mean, in his mind, he drives this road every day. He's probably late because we just disassembled a car on the side of the road that he wasn't planning on doing. So he's late for dinner or something. So he's just getting home. He drives this road all the time. It's no big deal. Um, you know, we don't have a, we don't have a road book. We don't have it. You know, we need to drive at rally car speed with really no sense of the train at all, except that I can see his little taillights bobbing and weaving in front of us and are trying to avoid cows and rocks. Oh, and at and this point, I'm else. hangry. I'm so hungry <laughs> oh, <yeah>. and I'm <laughs> so mad at you because yeah, I think like we had, we had brought a few snacks, but we had sort of planned on getting back and going for you know dinner yeah. or something, and yeah. we did not have you know the the by this time we'd been out there eight or nine hours. We didn't have nine hours of snacks yeah. and food with us. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so we finally do. We didn't die. We we got back into civilization. We got back to the hotel. I spent a good portion of the next day with the toolkit that comes with the Mustang reassembling the Mustang, which of course is like not the right tools to just sort of bodged this Mustang back together and sort of did the old drop it off and run kind of a thing at the, uh, at the airport uh, check-in. But I will uh, give Steven credit. If he was not as accomplished as he is with uh, his experience with Land Rovers and off-road driving, I'm not sure we would have gotten out that alive that day. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at shitty cars that constantly need to be restored or repaired at the side of the road. You guys yeah. are the reason there's a sign there. You know that, right? <laughs> we hated the fact that we were those people. We kept commenting on it all day. We were like, oh man, we're the reason they put those signs up. We're, th- oh, we're one of those people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I deserve... I deserve the open hand howly slap that I'm about to get. That's uh, I, I deserve it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever hear any feedback from the rental car place? Coincidentally, no. I guess I got it back together good enough, and we did. We we made a we made a habit of sort of like complaining. Like I don't know, the rear seat is sort of squeaky and sort of seems a little bit loose. You might want to take a look at that at some point. I don't know. I mean, it's whatever. You know, it's not like somebody disassembled it and then <laughs> they were the like, woods. "Sir, <laughs> sir, what were you doing in the back seat?" <laughs> I'm saying, you know, no, nobody, I guess, looked in the trunk to see like what is probably a six inch hole in the cardboard that was clearly like put there by stone tools. But uh, so but no, we got away. With couldn't like fish the keys out or no couldn't get to the key couldn't even see the keys through the trunk there was a a lot of stuff in the trunk but like we had enough things sort of randomly placed that trying to wade through it and figure out what it was was just there was no way yeah yeah and you know ford has made a trunk that is impenetrable um by anything but the keys to that so uh, coincidentally (laughs) when we go on vacation and we rent vehicles i am not in charge of the keys ever (laughs) never ever do you give me the keys just in case we actually make a case now of asking for the spare set of keys if they're available just in case you never know we're going to take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And now back to the show. Well, uh, speaking of stories that feature a convenience store for the locals... We've got one for you. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so uh, Jenna and I, um, we uh, we have been seeing one another since college, mm-hmm. which uh, was only a few years ago. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> six months, seven months. Yeah. yeah, six seven months. I so, mean, actually, um, late high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen so, and I were high school mm-hmm. too. We met uh-huh. on the first day of school. We were in the same homeroom. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. There you go. So those of you who have met your significant other uh, early on in life will probably go on to start a Land Rover podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And if you make it through a harrowing journey with a Mustang and you're still married, mm -hmm. kudos. uh, So Jenna's first car was a Land Rover Series 2A pickup truck, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, 64, 65. At any rate, um, (laughs) (laughs) 66. So uh, at any rate, we decide that we're going to take her Land Rover and we're going to we're going to drive it out into the forest in Brown County, Indiana outside of uh, 
where we uh, went to school in Bloomington. And uh, in the process, we um, managed to get it uh, wedged rather badly, uh, nose down. (laughs) What's that? I said, I'm responsible for the wedging. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I got super like kind of cross axled and it's really like, like pointy ditch, you know, gully wash. It's like on a hill and like where the drainage was coming down, there was this really like sharp little gully. And it's probably when you do feet. things, you don't fool around. You go all in. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, it's yeah. probably probably four feet deep, you know, yeah. and the no the the nose of the truck is is wedged mm-hmm. down in the bumper is stuck against the far bank, mm-hmm. and uh, it it's really really difficult to mm-hmm. uh, get any traction or turn it, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just wedged in there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> were uh, cell phones, like, prominent at this time, or, or we just left our cell phones at home? This this was another area of, uh, of our beloved country that uh, is without cellular uh-huh. telephone service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we did not have cell phone mm-hmm. service, and uh, there was, there was uh, really no way to... Uh, to get a, a signal or to call friends or anything, but, uh, yeah, just out in the forest. So, so I had fortunately brought my Land Rover along. So we were in two vehicles. So that part was good, but, um, you know, Jenna managed to get the vehicle stuck and, and I thought, well, I'm gonna, I'm the, I'm, I'm going to drive it out because I'm, I'm really good at this. And, uh, I, <laughs> you know, turned the wheel, the steering wheel, very, very hard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, I am uh, I'm strong enough to break the steering box. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and so uh, the legendarily underbuilt Land Rover yes. steering box. Yeah, yes. So I managed to just turn that steering wheel until it just popped, and then there was no connection between the steering wheel and the wheels. So it's still stuck in the ditch. I mean, now it can't be steered. <laughs> now it can't be steered at all. And uh, this is like on a moderately difficult trail, and uh, there's no, there's not a tow truck that's going to come get you, or you know, there's nobody. In the days before Kevin could just send you a whole new steering box. Yeah, yeah. So, so we we did manage to use the other Land Rover to get it oriented. You know, um, you had another Land Rover with you. Yes, I had brought mine, and she had brought hers. So oh, this is so a romantic we, trip. You're both driving separately in two different vehicles. Yes, <laughs> yes. got it. And, and so still, how they travel to this day? Yeah. That's true. Actually, we, we, you know what? That's how I prefer to travel with you most of the time. Yeah. We, we yeah. drive we, next to one yeah, another and side. hold hands mm-hmm. through oh. the window. Yeah, yeah. one right hand drive car, one left hand drive car <laughs> makes it very easy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's it's very romantic. So yeah. um, so then we uh, we're like limping the car like it still runs and it still powers the rear wheels but it can't be steered so we're like moving it like five feet and then like steering the wheels with the, like i'm pushing on the tires and <laughs> yeah, he's like literally manually and- like like crouching next to the car with like you know his arms around the tire like m- rotating the tire to try to you know steer the car right yeah yeah, yeah. so it's- every five feet Every, every five feet. So we just move it five feet and then like steer it and then move it five feet. And, and uh, after, after several hours of that, uh, we managed to get it onto a like 300 feet. Uh, pretty much. Uh, No, I mean, it's, it's, it it, it took a long time and, and at certain points you could, you could go maybe 20 feet, but at any rate, it was arduous and we managed to get it to a gravel road and we're like, okay, well, a tow truck could possibly come pick up the Land Rover here. 
on the on the the gravel road, but there's no way to reach a tow truck or or AAA or towing company or anything. Did you have to abandon it? Well, we thought about that, and then we were like, we're in an area where the locals might scavenge the vehicles or <laughs> yeah, Jawas. Jawas. Jawas might come. Yeah, exactly. Jawas <laughs> might come, and um, we're like, man, don't want to leave it here. And our, you know, our house was like, you know, two hours away from there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and again, it was getting a little later in the day. So we were trying to decide what to do. And uh, we decided that the best thing to do would be to, to limp it along until we got to the first house and then try to use a landline to call a tow truck. So we limp it along and we get to the first house. And the first house is, you know. Um, we're in rural r- Indiana, right? Just rural. setting the scene here. Yeah, we're in rural mm-hmm. Indiana, and uh, this is a this is a rural dwelling. And um, I do they come out with that, a shotgun? Tell me they came out with a shotgun. Worse, <laughs> worse. So I went to knock on the door, and um, I walk up and I, I I walk onto the porch, and there's a there's a dog um, who's who's barking at me in the yard. He's chained to a tree, and I go up and I knock on the door. And before I even get to the last knock, the door whips open and there's a gentleman uh, who is reaching behind himself and uh, reaches into his waistband and pulls out a semi-automatic pistol (laughs) and he points it right at me and he starts pulling the trigger and, and he's shooting right over my shoulder and he's shooting at a washing machine in his front yard. And I realized that he is uh, also, because I'm like terrified, you know, uh, he's also. I can't imagine he, why. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he says, shut the fuck up, Pee Wee. And he's yelling <laughs> at his dog to stop barking. So, uh, and then he looks at me and he's like, what do you want? Can I help you, sir? Yeah, and I'm um, I'm committed. You know, I'm, I'm totally committed at that point. I can't be like, oh, sorry, wrong door. Well, you know, so I'm like, <laughs> I ex- I explain the situation. I'm like, look, we, you know, car broke down, blah blah blah. Where, says, Jenna? Where are you while the gunshots are going off? I think I'm still in the car at that point. But then, as I goes, you know, once he commits eventually to going inside i i make the mistake of feeling obligated to like yeah i can't just like let him leave him i don't know what's where he's gonna end up in there <laughs> so i end up following suit so so i'm on the porch and uh and um he's like uh I'm, i explained that the car's broken down and he says well why didn't you say so? Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we go in the front room of this guy's house and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Charlie, but everybody calls me big Charlie. And uh, you know, uh, hang tight. I'll let me get, let me go get the handset for the phone. <laughs> and so uh, we're standing there in this guy's living room and I'm like, Oh, this is going to, this is going to work out. Okay. You know, he seems very personable. Mm-hmm. And then I look and, and um, on the walls of this guy's living room, there are racks of guns, like 
all the way around the living room, like racks and racks of guns. And, uh, and then I'm like, Oh, well, you know, he's a firearms enthusiast. And then I look, <laughs> I look down at his coffee table and there are, uh, Lots and lots of drugs all over his coffee table of so all different pills. varieties. <laughs> pills and powders and, you know, like syringes and, you know, oh just all kinds of stuff. Like just mountains of drugs. Just all kinds of drugs. They're like spilling off the coffee table onto the floor. And I'm like, huh, yeah, he's a recreational pharmaceutical enthusiast as well. Now, do you think they were his drugs or do you think he was like... He was like the unexpected, you know, drug dealer of his little township. This is what I was referring to previously when I said, I think he was a convenience store for the locals. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then, then I I notice uh, that uh, there is a, another person in the living room as well (laughs) with us. And uh, they are sitting in a chair, which initially I thought was a rocking chair, but I realized that that person was uh, just incredibly cracked out on something. Oh, and they were no. just like rocking. staring off into the distance, just rocking back and forth. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so about this time, we're like taking this all in, you know, like, I'm, you know, we're getting an eyeful and, uh, and, and big Charlie comes back into the room and uh, he uh, looks at me. And he's got the handset in his hand. And then he he looks at the pile of drugs on the table. <laughs> and he's like, you're not going to tell anybody about this, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I uh, no, I actually have a little bit of a habit myself. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's like, yeah, when oh. in Rome, he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> and so he gives me the handset and uh, I uh, call the, the AAA person and uh, they were, the AAA people were really helpful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to explain where we are and I'm trying to explain all this stuff. And big Charlie is also talking to me at the same time. <laughs> and he's, he's telling me about his life. And he's telling me about how he got kicked out of the military and how he spent time in prison for robbing people. And he's like, uh, you know, just telling me all this great stuff that's, uh, you know, making me making me think, mm, this is a little dicey. This is a little dicey, this situation. Because the pharmaceuticals on the table didn't tip you off to that, nor the gunshots right past your face. <laughs> That's how Jenna and I got hooked on ketamine. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> wow. At any rate, uh, you know, it, we, we hung up the phone with, uh, with AAA, and, and Big Charlie invited us to stay and hang out while we waited for AAA. And... Uh, well, you know, we said, uh, you know, maybe we didn't want to impose and uh, maybe we would just wait outside with the. Maybe I don't want my girlfriend to be trafficked for your drug, <laughs> drug habit. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know yeah. what else Big Charlie had mm-hmm. in the back of his house. You know, I feel like you missed an opportunity there for a great tour. Could have probably been. He probably had like a panda fighting ring and like, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> Who knows? Nice. Maybe he just, you know, collected precious moments. Maybe, maybe precious. he was actually, precious. you know, oh, figurines. Figurines. 
Yeah. Could be. Yeah. 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 It's the back be. room and it's just like, you know, yeah. oh. plates on the wall. Sanctuary. Those, those commemorative plates uh-huh. to get from yeah. every state. Just like. Totally. Yeah. yeah. He's got a big collection of national park spoons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. I mean, those would work great for the drugs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, did you ask him if he had a Land Rover steering box? <laughs> I, I should have. I should have. I, I neglected to um, to do that. But, uh, you know, I we said our goodbyes and, uh, you know, we exchanged addresses. And, and to this day, I still get a Christmas card from Big Charlie. No, oh, yeah. you don't. You're kidding me. <laughs> that would be the icing yeah. on the cake. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's, it's got just a just a just a fine uh, a fine white powder. Uh, yeah, yeah. just, just, just fold the card and yeah. Yeah. hold it up to your nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little bump, little bump like from scented, Big Charlie. Scented stationery, you know. Yeah. Nothing starts the holidays off right, uh, you know, like uh, like a little bump from uh, from Charlie. Wow, that's a, yeah, that is amazing. It is amazing, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's not even the, the the first, probably or last time you've been uh, you've been shot at either mm-hmm. uh, on purpose or by accident. So. And it's a pretty regular occurrence at this point. Yeah, yeah it just happens. It's mostly each other. We just shoot at each other. Yeah, well, you know, up there in Oregon, you know, it's sort of it's a homestead uh, life. That's what happens. I don't, you know? I don't even blame people anymore. I was, uh, Ike and I, uh, when we were in the uh, UK, uh, I was, uh, we were, for a variety of reasons, we were uh, we were delayed. And I said, oh, Jesus, you know, where I'm going to be delayed, I'm not going to make it back in time to do a, a Halloween thing at the curling club with, with Liza and Cooper, uh, my daughter. And Ike's like, oh, I'm not going to be back in time to help Jenna trench in some power with the backhoe. <laughs> well, it's a slightly different level of commitment there, but uh, yeah. So Jenna's uh, pretty solid on the excavator. Yep. I got to say project. It's project yeah. we're working on. Yeah. 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 We've, uh, we've, uh, she's getting really good. At, we're probably a thousand feet into a 14 foot or 1400 people. foot long trench. And yeah. burying people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, I swear, you guys, this summer is the summer that we are going to make the family trip and come up and see you guys. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I think we're going to come up. We're going to get the Nada, and uh, we're going to then. I'm going to drive it back, uh, and uh, I'm going to make a you know a short film about that. I think it's going to be a fantastic uh, time. But uh, as we uh, come to a close here, it is tradition, as, as uh, you uh, all know, to uh, have a lightning round of uh, questions, but something a little different uh, this uh, because again, we're in the uh, the special uh, Valentine's episode. Uh, uh, Jenna and Liza have prepared uh, lightning round questions for Ike and I, which has uh, actually been requested by some viewers to have Ike and I do the lightning round questions. So what, uh, what better uh, venue uh, than having uh, Jenna and Liza ask them of us? Uh, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to do this cone of silence uh, format? Is that what we've uh, decided uh, Ike or I will take off our headphones so as not to, uh, as not to uh, pollute the answers of the other. Uh, so, uh, yeah, ladies, who would you like? Uh, who would you like uh, to go first? That's a good question. We obviously put a lot of thought into this before <laughs> we went in. We wrote our questions. We didn't come up with anything else. All right, Ike is going to go into the cone of silence. Here he okay. goes. I'll rejoin you in a second. All right, he's he's closing the door, turning that. It's like a submarine style lock on the on the door, so that's uh, being closed. Okay. All right, Liza, go ahead. All right, you ready? I am ready. All right, gas or diesel, bro. Ooh, 
diesel. Hard top or soft top? Soft top. Dormobile or rooftop tent? Oh, 100% dormobile. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> taking it a little greener now, all mm-hmm. electric or mm-hmm. hydrogen fuel cell? Oh, that's really hard. Um, for a Land Rover hydrogen fuel cell, but hybrid electric is also great. Okay. Uh, Defender 110 or 130, and D90 is not an option because it is always the wrong answer. Listen, I still think it's D90, uh, but given those two, it's 100% 130. I like the 130 a lot. I'm really excited about it. If you could go back in time and do Camel Trophy any year in any vehicle with anyone living or dead, who would it be? I think I would like to uh, probably either 89 uh, with Bob Ives uh, in, instead of Bob Ives' brother, which I think <laughs> is a self, perfectly self-serving. But I would not like to get into the bus accident uh, that uh, enabled me to go there. Um, or I think maybe 1992, um, or I'm sorry, 19, well, 1993 Sabo Malaysia, uh, with, with, with my car, uh, would have been great or 1992 with, uh, Bill Burke because Bill's a good friend and that's a great, uh, that was a great year. And last but not least, how do you get 90 weight out of your underwear? Uh, I, I do, uh, subscribe to the burn it, uh, as I actually, <laughs> funny enough, I have 90 weight on my pants right now. I don't think it's soaked through yet, but uh, it's, uh, I, I think actually technically it's it's 20W75 uh, or whatever is in the, or 75W20 rather, that's in the, uh, that's in the, uh, the transmission of the stage one, but I do in fact have gear oil on my pants right now. This is the problem. You've asked this question so many times, you've overthought it. I've overthought it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I do. I'm covered in gear oil right now, so <laughs> I don't know. It's a problem we're going to figure out. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Okay. How'd you do? Did you, how'd you score? Did you oh, win? I mean, brutal. he did it was all brutal. right. He did, did all right. It was brutal. All right. We'll see what I can do here. So what, Stephen? You don't take your headphones off because you've already answered. This I already is know. Not gonna... I can't. I can't. I mean, I'll yell out the right answer to Ike. <laughs> Diesel bro. Diesel bro. Yeah. That's spoiler. <laughs> all right. Question one, Ike. Gas or diesel, bro? Ooh, I like series one, so gas. All right. Hard top or soft top? Soft top. Dormobile or rooftop tent? Oh, dormobile all the way. All electric or hydrogen fuel cell? Ooh, I think I'm going to go electric on that one. Defender 110 or 130? Ooh, new or old? If it's a new one, if it's a new one, 130. If it's an old one, 110. If you could go back in time and do the camel trophy with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Ooh, I would do 89 in a hover rover with Socrates. Ooh. Oh. Spicy. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> Uh, how do you get 90 weight out of your underwear? I don't. It's there on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It provides an extra level of comfort. <laughs> All right. Then I was going to do Warren M11 or MAP hubs. Ooh, MAPs, I think. I, l- I love those Warrens, but uh, MAPs, yeah. They're the originals. PTO or crank drive? Ooh, PTO. Four-speed winch. Can't beat it. All right. Last but not least, 86 or 88? 88. Yeah, 88 Series 1 is pay better than 86. There's a lot of reasons. <laughs> we should go into that in detail in, uh, yep. in another yep. episode. We've talked about that before. The 88 inches. Uh, Land Rover obviously figured something out because yeah, from good. then on out, they were all 88. It's true. Until they're true story. 90, and then 90 is now 110, and 110 is now actually 130, and 130 is like nine and a half feet long. And I, I don't know. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> It's interesting. It's interesting that you pick battery over hydrogen. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I just like go-karts. What can I say? 
Yeah, I do too. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the go-kart. I found uh, something where you can take the, uh, like that weird little Segway scooter thing that goes between your knees and you can like graft it into the back of a go-kart that has like a wheelie bar kind of, kind of handbrake that makes you slide sideways. Looks like a ton of fun. Ton of I fun. want it. Sounds great. I'm trying to come up with the best vehicle to drive the block and a half away to uh, Starbucks. Uh, I'm thinking <laughs> currently a Honda CT90 because I kind of I fancy a CT90 because I think I can teach Cooper to uh, ride a motorcycle with it because it's got a semi-automatic uh, transmission in it. Um, but <laughs> one of these little Segway drifter go kart things that could would be, be pretty good. Fun. And there's a huge, you know, you know, my shop area here. I, there's a huge amount of trucks. There's an Amazon yeah. distribution center of the thing. So you know, if you get in the wrong sort of mode with the truck, you just drift right underneath the wheels out the other side. It's you just go right underneath the trailer like Fast and the Furious. It's going to be great. I love it. I love it. I love that's that you're going to have your daughter do that. That's amazing. <laughs> it's going to be great. She's going to love it. Yeah, <laughs> her head. Yeah, I'm shaking my head. If ever there has been a reason for your viewers to go to YouTube and watch these videos after the fact, it's to see how hard I rolled my eyes into the back of my head when you said that. Eliza has a lot of weekend events going on where Cooper and I are up to our own, uh, you know, whatever we want to get up to in the workshop. So, you know, it's just, there's, only, there's only so much Liza can impose uh, her will on that. So well, CT90s for everybody. <laughs> Speaking of weekend events, it's time to get after it. It is indeed. So this has been a super fun, super fun time. I hope you guys really will both come it. back again. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think we should uh, we should make a more uh, regular uh, regular thing of it. But uh, as always, please uh, head on over to the Instagram. Check that out. Uh, we've just hit a thousand, uh, and then ninety nine, and then a thousand, then ninety nine hundred, nine thousand. Uh, so uh, <laughs> by the time this episode us. airs, you should be clear at like oh, we down like eight hundred somewhere <laughs> down eight hundred. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once so, everybody uh, hears your answers to the lightning round questions, yeah, and are just, just so disappointed in you all. Just wait until you see Ike's get low uh, uh, TikTok uh, video. That will certainly that, that's going to push us up into the stratosphere. You're I think so far as yeah, we're going to get a lot of like sort of uh, you know uh, lumberjack sexual mm-hmm. kind of uh, things. I think it's going to be it great. just going to be like a really like suggestive pumping of the yellow knob. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I've I've often uh, I've often said that uh, as 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 we know there is a number of uh you know of sort of lurid uh ladies in Land Rover photos on the internet. I've often said Ike and I should recreate those uh, photos and the uh, Land Rover audience at large has said uh, no please don't. So, you know, but at any rate, but uh but head over to the Instagram, our Facebook, and uh, and the YouTube if you want to see this video. Uh, YouTube videos are now coming out day and date or at the same time on Mondays as the episode uh, is. And if you are interested in becoming a Patreon, we have all kinds of new Patreon content uh, coming uh, this year. Special videos. Uh, Ike and I are uh, going to do uh, some weekly vlog stuff ex- you know, exclusively for Patreon uh, supporters, and uh, yeah, it should be it should be a ton special of special uh, decals, special only available as we call them in Canada decals for <laughs> uh, for your uh, for your Land Rovers, uh, exclusive for our Patreon members. So lots of uh, great stuff happening over there, uh, Jenna, Liza, Ike. It has been a pleasure, and uh, we'll uh, see you uh, on the next one. All right, looking forward to it. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for having us. The 
The Underpowered Hour is produced by me, Steve Barris, and Ike Goss. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook. <laughs>